Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mama's, a non-profit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we are super excited to have you join with us today. We have a woman... Um, uh, Amy Magleby that we met at our winter retreat, and she has done all the things, and it's super cool. <laughs> oh, it was, we had like a, it was a get to know you uh-huh. game, share something about yourself, and she made the mistake of saying, I've been to, what was it? 44. National Park. Right. And we're like, oh my word, yes, we're going to invite you to come <laughs> probably many times. <laughs> so anyway, so we're excited. This is her first time with us today, and um Uh, She's going to share some of her thoughts about how it all got started and what inspired her with national parks. But before we get into that, I wanted to just um, say, share some things about her. She's from originally from Idaho Falls, currently lives in Springville, Utah, and she's uh, married to her husband, Scott, and has two kids, cute Olivia at 13 and Nathan 11. And then she's uh, full-time, working full-time at Zions Bank. What do you do at Zions Bank? So I'm in their lending department. So I help Mm. small businesses with loans and deposits and all the stuff they need. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll talk to you later about it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) We're poor. We need (laughs) this. And then a fun fact about you um, is that you had said you'd been to 44 national parks out of 63 total. And I've always wondered what the total was. So that I knew yeah. there was more than states mm-hmm. in the union. So, mm-hmm. um, And then 19 national monuments. And there's probably a million national monuments, I imagine, too. I think there's about 112 national wow. monuments. But there's also national seashores and there's national military sites. So, I mean, I think there are about 460 wow. under the national park realm. Wow. So you could, like, spend years going to all of those That's your sites. retirement right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is the plan. Retire from banking, yes. become a ranger. <laughs> oh, my word. I totally wanted yeah. to be a ranger. Man. Be so my first degree is fisheries and wildlife. And that's what everyone's like. Are you going to be a park ranger? I'm like, I wish. Those are so hard awesome. jobs to get. They are hard. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would be with you. I'd retire and be a park ranger. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So I want, um, we wanted you to share kind of how everything got started. Why national parks? What was happening? Like, what's, yeah, how did this yeah. go? So I, I grew up in small town Idaho, right? So surrounded by wild, you know, life and outdoors and just being out and everything. Yellowstone Park is not that far from where I grew up. It's about an hour and a half. And um, even growing up, we did not go to National Park, but we spent our summers camping and and doing different things. So I was always outside. So there Mm -hmm. is just something being outside for me that speaks to my soul. Like, I just feel close to God. I feel refreshed. And so, anyway, I had been to lots of national parks and monuments before that time. But um, my kids at the time were five and seven, and my sister was nannying for me. And I've always wanted to go to the Redwoods. And so I said to her one day, I said, hey, why don't we just go on a road trip? And we'll go to the Redwoods. We'll see some other things. And we just started a plan. We started from point A to point B. You know, we said, okay, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop here. And we got in the car with a five and seven-year-old. I had not done this with my five and seven-year-old before. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen with Mm -hmm. them as a road trip. But so we decided we were going to try to break it up and stop at fun places along the way. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, we went through um, Elko, Nevada, and then up to Oregon. Oh, okay. So you went south from Idaho uh-huh. and, then, and up. then going up. So we started in Springville. 
Oh, no, I this live. is when you were in Springville. Yeah. Okay, right, right. So I live in Springville. We went up through Nevada, up through Oregon, and then over to the coast down to California. Okay. And so um, what I was like, what am I going to do with these kids? Because, like I said, we had not road tripped that long. We had went to Idaho several times, which is about four hours from where I'm at. But so I, I put together little packets in my car. So every trip that we, or every stop, they would get to open a little, like, surprise pack. And I went to the dollar <laughs> store and got, like, crazy it. things, so right? smart. But I, I kept them motivated like when we stop next you're gonna get some little goodie right and some of them were candy and some of them were games and some of them were like a little stuffed animal or something i probably spent like 20 bucks oh like this is brilliant (laughs) no it is it's totally brilliant (laughs) and depending on your kids ages right like five and seven a little bit of bubble gum or something was like amazing for them right (laughs) they're now 11 and 13 my motivation has to be a little different for them because trickier they're trickier right Mm -hmm. so they actually hate now National parks. They tell me they love it. They secretly love it. But oh, that's the bane of all of us. I know. The children always hate our passions. It's they true. Do. Every time I'm like, we're gonna go to a national park. They're like, oh, mom. I'm like, it's gonna be amazing. So <laughs> anyway, so that that is what we did. And so we actually. And how how part how part are your like breaks? Is this like every yeah. hour, two hours? So I kind of. Um, did it about gas stops, like mm-hmm. almost that. Okay, I can get two two fifty to three hundred miles in my car. We'll just every stop, we'll try to find a place close that has something interesting to see that we can stop. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I had never been to the Bonneville Salt Flats, and so that was right. our first stop, which is not that far from where I live. However, it was it was really fun to go and do. Um, my children are African American and they have very dark skin, and so when we walked into the Salt Flats and they walked out, they were just covered with this salt oh, that we so and we cool. could not. Not really, you know, it was it was really fun to be able to see, but it was very difficult on their skin. So, you know, like different things that we've learned along the way as we're doing this is that we have to be prepared for like, we didn't even have like wipes to wipe off oh, the salt yeah. because we didn't think of that kind of thing. But, you know, little mm-hmm. mishaps along the way prepares us for the next journey. Oh, absolutely. It's always a process. Oh my word. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah. And as many road trips, I think I'm like, I've got this down, you know, this is like, we we do this, we do this. I can't have a kit. We just pull. And every time I'm like, oh yeah, we need to add this to the kit. So (laughs) wipes was what we learned that we had to do in that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was our first stop. And we just spent a couple hours at the salt flats. We got in the water and waited around and there was was water. There was water, (laughs) which we usually don't see. And so that's, that's really why we had salt all over their skin is because they had waited in the water kind Mm. of up to their waist. Okay. It wasn't like Whoa, the dry yeah. salt flats that you've seen pictures yeah. of. So that was our first stop. And then um, I can't even remember our second stop. We were stopping in this place in Oregon, middle of nowhere. We were going to hit there on the way up and then hit it on the way back. So it was just a fun little town, mm-hmm. probably 200 people, seven, you know, like a Hotel 8 or Motel 8 or something that we stopped at. It was my sister and I and our two kids. Mm-hmm. And the thing that terrified the most, I have not done a lot of like just her and I, or even single women road tripping, right? It was always with my husband or with someone else. So I felt like, okay, this is brave because we're going Mm -hmm. with kids and we're also going by ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. To nowhere, nowhere, Oregon and, (laughs) you know, like nobody we knew. And so what if something happened? So that was always kind of in the back of my mind on this, this first road trip. Like, what do we do? So anyway, it was awesome. Friendly people. We found a local restaurant. That's another thing we really try to do on these road trips is we stay someplace small and we try to find a local restaurant so that Mm. we can experience kind of what the locals like to eat. Yeah. And this particular place is a Mexican restaurant. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so the next day, we were on our way. We were going to go to 
the Redwoods that day. So this was a very long drive day. And I can't even remember the town that we stopped in, but it, it said had a sign that said no services, but it didn't tell us how long. We're like, okay, we've got plenty of gas, everything's fine. And we started down this road and it was a hundred miles of nothing. Whoa, Sagebrush, there were no people, we saw no cows, and my sister and I are watching the odometer going, uh -huh. where are we, number one? And you don't know and how long. Like, exactly. you're like, could it be 300 miles <laughs> exactly. and you're screwed? Because yeah. it really didn't even say, it just said no services, and I don't even remember it saying like a hundred miles of no services, it just said no services. Mm -hmm. And so, um, anyway, we were in the middle of nowhere. We did not see one car, we did not see one person, and we finally get to the other side of that, and we're like, wow. We survived, number uh -huh, one, uh -huh. but then also we need to tell people if they're going to do this trip, make sure you have gas. Uh -huh. Because if you were in an accident or you ran out of gas or something, there is no one there to help What you. part of the road is that? Like what section? Um, it is between, I'll have to look at it for sure, but it's, it's basically middle of Oregon. Like okay, middle, nowhere. central Oregon. Yes, before you get to kind of the, the um, farm area, mm -hmm. heading down toward California. Okay. So it's kind of like... I, I don't know. It's sagebrush. Mm -hmm. Sagebrush and cows. We saw maybe like two or three cows and <laughs> that's it. In this okay. center, yeah. So, and then we um, finally kind of dropped into Oregon or the other side of Oregon with the farm grounds. And then it became beautiful, like dairy farms and rolling mm -hmm. hills. And, you know, it, it was such a stark contrast mm. to what we had just gone through. Mm -hmm. And then finally got to the place where we started going to the Redwoods. And the redwoods, uh, and like most national parks, by the time you go up to them, you're going on a really windy, windy road because you're going up a hill or you're going into a crevice or doing mm -hmm. different things. And both of my kids were sick because we were doing this car oh, sick because it was so windy. Oh, no. Right? And so by the time we finally got to the redwoods, I think this day was like a 13-hour drive day. Oh. So they were exhausted anyway, mm -hmm. right? But um, they were both just car sick. And so when we got out, they were so mad at me to be in the redwoods, right? Because <laughs> they were like, we're sick and we don't feel good. And, uh -huh. But um, did though, they puke in the car? No, just <laughs> didn't feel good. Thankfully. Oh, you are so. Mm. I feel like once that happens, your car is never the same. It's true. So. This is true. <laughs> yeah, there's. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> that was Debbie. <laughs> anyway, I was oh, always no. me. I was always the one. <laughs> You ruined many oh. a car. No, I really, <laughs> really did. For everybody. And probably just a, a terrible feeling. But anyway, so we got there. And these trees, these redwood trees, they they give you perspective, right? They are mm -hmm. so majestic and so tall. And you just look up and it's mm. like seeing the sky. And they're huge. You can't even put, like three of us couldn't put all of our arms around it. Oh. And it really gives you perspective of how, where you fit in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And the I don't know. So for me, that was just like, I need to see like all these places, right? Mm -hmm. Like I need to experience all of the wonders that have, that are, that God has created. And uh -huh. so anyway, we went there, we spent the day. There's a, um, along that route, it, there's a place called Avenue of the Giants. And it's basically about a 10 mile stretch where you can go in and look at the different redwoods. They've got one of the very largest trees that are in there that you can go and take a picture on. Um, it was April. And so it was still a little chilly. And so, um, and they had had a bunch of le of logs that had fallen. And so it was fun because we were able to climb over these great big trees to get to some of these and go under them because they were so big. And just, mm -hmm. you know, my kids were able to climb on the roots and the roots were bigger than, you know, like a big tractor tire. Mm. And oh, just you so couldn't cool. span your arms and touch it and they would be able to climb inside. And mm -hmm. for me, that's what I love, getting my kids out in nature and just being with nature, yeah. like yeah. in it and doing different things. And so... 
Well, and that's even, like you said, that's such a testament to the power of nature, though, because like you said, after kids being like, oh, we don't want to do this, mm -hmm. and our car is sick and everything, but then when they like actually breathe it in, totally changes them. Mm -hmm. My kids are like, oh, not another hike, mom, why? Until we actually start getting on the trail, and then you really see like, okay, like they actually, it does yeah. it. I don't know, it sparks something. It now. does. It, it just, it's calming. And for them, yeah. I don't know. It was, but it's just being and climbing and being out. And, and it's so different than where I live, which is a desert in Utah and Idaho, where I grew up. It's, it's very much like a rainforest. Yeah. You know, it reminds like Jurassic Park and, you know, different mm -hmm. things. And there's ferns growing on the ground and all these great big crazy trees. So we, we didn't, we spent about two days in that area looking at the trees. And then we ended up going north to Eureka. Oregon and we just went there it's a little coastal town I um, attended church that morning mm -hmm. and then we actually drove from there to Crater Lake oh, and Crater okay. Lake is a, the only actual national park in Oregon oh and is it, it is. Wow. Uh -huh. and is it north uh, so the Redwoods is that northern That's California cool. right they're hitting that and then yeah, yeah. There's so many beautiful things there, right? I know. It's like a whole thing. could be like a national true. park. Yeah. It's like, true. They have so many rainforests. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, we went to that one. The thing about Crater Lake is that it's very high in elevation. And so depending on the time of year, you may not be able to get into Crater Lake until June, late June, right? Because oh. there's so much snow. They mm -hmm. try to keep the roads plowed and different things. But we did not realize this, right? We've learned a lot of things <laughs> along the way. Mm -hmm. However, we got lucky in that, you know, you could drive up to the lake and, and look out. You really couldn't do any major hikes without additional equipment or a guide or anything like Was that. Was it like snowy? Like you'd need snowshoes or, or like? Yeah. You could actually get up to the visitor center and overlook the lake, but I think if you wanted to go down a little further or do some major hikes, you would have had to have snowshoes mm -hmm. because wow. along the sides, it was probably 10 feet of snow Whoa. that you're kind of walking through this tunnel. To and get what to month were you? What was this? This like was June? April. Or April? Yeah, oh, yeah. Springtime for sure. Yeah. yeah. So just depending. <clears throat> so know where you're going and know mm -hmm. if the roads are going to be plowed and if you need additional equipment like snowshoes or different things to do activities. So that one, we just really went and looked at the lake. Mm -hmm. And Crater Lake is amazing because it's basically a fallen volcano. And yeah. it's just this crystal, it's not even crystal blue. It's like sapphire blue water. And wow. the reason it's so blue is because there's no inlet or outlet to the lake. And so everything is from rainfall and it's just super clear. Mm. It's just inference snow melt. And so mm -hmm. it's just incredibly beautiful. Wow. Yeah, and in the summer, you can, Fantastic. like, take um, boat rides. There's an island right in the middle. You can take boat rides, and you can hike down. And so, anyway, depending on the time of year you go. Boating in a crater? Oh, no. <laughs> oh that'd be fun. How cool is that? I love it. I love any time going to a little island. Oh, this is the greatest yeah. thing. Yeah. So, and then um, that's really all we did on that trip. And we mm -hmm. came back, and my sister and I were talking, and we're like, we just need to do this every year, right? Like, we need to take a right. week, plan a road trip, and, and go to a new national park. And so that's really where my love of the national park trips mm -hmm. came from. I mean, I loved them before, mm -hmm. but this is the one that I'm like, okay, we're going to go see them all. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, this is oh, really because so we good. actually just started, what was it, a couple years with Mountain Mamas, um, wanted to start doing something like a national park, like a family trip. Um, that was like a national park mm -hmm. every summer where we would have an, a basic itinerary um, and go as a group. But people could just come and go like mm -hmm. say, OK, this is kind of like how long it'll take to drive. These are cool places to stop. But essentially, you know, like it's a pre-planned vacation, but you can come and just choose what mm -hmm. you like. So last year we did Yellowstone as our first mm -hmm. one and we did it in for four days. And yeah, and it was really neat, the cool dynamic of being with 
other women with their families and other kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that to the point where we're like, we're going to have to do this every year. <laughs> like this year we're doing Uray, Colorado, but you know, um, which is still beautiful. But yeah, but next year we're going to do Grand Tetons. But like, I feel like we're going to, I'm going to be picking your brain tons. <laughs> you can be like, okay, here's my top ones. Uh-huh. And like, this is a good time to do, you know, like, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's such a cool idea to do with your family, especially yeah. bigger trips where you're like out of state. You know, in Utah, we have a lot of national parks. Mm-hmm. We're kind of spoiled. But, but yeah, if you're going to go hit the coast and stuff, like you're saying, like, that's a big tr- And to do that every year, oh, I just love it. I yes. love it. Oh, that's so amazing. And I'm then, inspired, too. <laughs> and I, have, I have some questions um, before we're out of time, too, about just the road trip aspect. Uh-huh. Like you were talking about. So, obviously, I have, like, wipes, and I'm sure you have, like, Band-Aids and stuff. But, like, what... What are some of your, like, musts for the kit that you bring for your Mm -hmm. kids? I know they're older now, but... Oh, that's a great question because it's morphed a little bit, right, as they've gotten older. So I I actually have a kit that I keep in my car all the time because I found, like, we were always needing paper towels and we were needing cups and we were needing plates and and that type of thing. And then I realized we needed ponchos most of the time, right, because we would get ourselves into a rainy situation. That's smart. I always carry Ziploc bags because you never know, like, what you're going to need to store or if you find something you really love and need to bring back a souvenir that needs it. Um, I take garbage bags. So it's a lot of like stuff that you would have at home that you would normally do. Yeah. Um, I still try to do like a little prize on long road trips like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's so smart. And it's a lot of fun because otherwise my kids will stay on their tablets for 10 or 12 hours a day. Right. right? Because I'm trying to drive, if I'm doing this singly, you know, they're trying to keep themselves occupied. I'm trying to not kill them in the backseat, you know, fighting. And yeah, you can only play the alphabet game so many times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, my, my 12 year old would disagree because she wanted to play it so well, that's awesome. <laughs> it was cute. It was yeah. over and over. But there yeah. are certain stretches, like you yeah. said, like when, when you're in those stretches where there's tumbleweed, there's no, there's no letters. And Absolutely. we have to, we have to tell people the alphabet game is probably all you all know. But like, you just find like the letters A at a at signs. I know we always do like anything out of the car counts. So yeah, we, we did uh, the letter the car. Uh, yeah, especially because like the alphabet. Yeah, like I said, once you get to certain areas where you're like, oh, we're not going to see any, of <laughs> and that's when you need something. That's right. true. Ranchers. You need to just be like branding your cows with more X's and J's. That's right. J's. It's <laughs> <laughs> always the J's. I'm always hoping for a flying J. Anyway. I know. Yeah. The other thing I found is um, like oriental um, trading or even the dollar store sometimes will have like road trip bingo, right? That you can <gasps> yes. do like road signs oh, yeah. or different things. And so, you know, I've just found different games over time. I try to buy like the word searches or different things to mm-hmm. kind of to try to motivate them to get off the tablets. Yeah. It's it's morphed and we spend more time on the tablets probably now, but my rule is once we get into a national park, the tablets go off. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy the nature, you have to do at least a hike <laughs> yeah. and another activity with me and then we always do ice cream after a hike. I always promise them if you do a hike, we'll find ice cream somewhere within the park. Oh, okay, Emily is <laughs> laughing because she knows that's how all my hikes end. Oh, it's awesome. My <laughs> hikes always end with Unless it's cold, and then it's hot cocoa. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll go to, like, Hatch's Family Chocolate or something. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them in Salt Lake. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm like, that's always, I'm like, oh, I'm a big, I'm like, it's not a bribe if it's, you figured it out beforehand. <laughs> it's motivation. It's right? just, exactly. It's, it's just part of the trip. Yeah. It's, it's totally part of the trip. In fact, there was once when we, it was kind of a cool day, so I figured they probably wouldn't want ice cream, and we just headed home. <laughs> they were like, where's the ice cream? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was totally that. not worth it. <laughs> 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 Nature. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, food so bribery is good. Yes. So yeah, so I love that you're like, yeah, I can definitely. And especially all these that. tips of like, as a single parent, or just like for whatever reason your husband's working, or yeah, like you were running solo with kids. Like those are big tips. Like yeah, what are some yeah. of your other ones on that? Especially um, with car riding and stuff like that. The other thing is, is I don't let my kids drink a lot so that we don't have to stop frequently. To of go to fluids the or just alcohol? Yeah, okay, yeah both, right? <laughs> <laughs> fluids in general. But no, and, and the reason... Obviously, her kids aren't drinking Exactly. <laughs> I know that there are some people in different countries. Some people in different countries, and I have different roles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I really try to limit that so that we're not stopping for the restroom all the time. Mm. Because it's tricky, especially now that my son's a little older. I used to be able to take him into a bathroom with me, right, and not worry about it. Right. He's 11 now, and so it's like, okay, we're in this random... Nowhere place, and mm. I don't know people. I don't know anyone. I'm like, so that n- makes me a little nervous. Yeah. So we really try to stop at well lit gas stations, <laughs> well known, you know, that type mm-hmm. of thing, so that I don't have to worry about somebody snatching him while I'm using the bathroom. Or something. I wonder if you could give him mace if that would ever. That's like... a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> something. You, you always think about your daughters, but like your sons. If yeah. you're a mom and you don't have anyone, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Or hey, just the bear. The bear spray? Yes, the bear spray. Well, bear yeah. spray's huge. Like, I feel, it, maybe I give like him an empty one because it just looks scary. Exactly. Right? Like, I don't want anyone to, like, you don't want that to go off in the car, but anyway. No, no, no but somebody just falls one experience. of those in. It's... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And but, I think the other advice I would be um, is, like, you have expectations, but be flexible, right? Because it always right. seems like I have all these things I want to do, and our funnest thing is when we just... Um, improvise and do something a little different or we stop a different place and and not be afraid to do that and if we're having a rough time in the car stop and and run around for a while you know find Mm -hmm. a scenic overlook or find a park or whatever you need to do and just mix it up a bit Mm, I love it man Like you, I feel like you're just this wealth of knowledge. You just sort of pick Yay. all your brains. <laughs> well, we're so grateful to have you with us today. And um, we're going to continue. Our next episode is going to feature Amy with some more stories. So make sure you listen to that episode. Um, but um, we're so glad to have you. And to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Amy, click the subscribe button and get them directly and, and give us ratings that are good and all that jazz. And, and just honest, I mean, you know, just... We want to hear from you. Let us know. <laughs> no, really, like if you're if there's something where you're like, I'd love this, but this was weird. Like, let us know. And we'll either adjust or we'll be like, it was weird. Ha, ha, ha. Or we'll cry ourselves to sleep, but we'll get over it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, that's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.